What it is, welcome back, season one, episode two, row one podcast, uh, sponsored by the Drip Kit clothing line. Uh, if anyone bought some shirts this week, that's pretty chill. Uh, if not, go check out the website, www.dripkit.com. Go check the Instagram, at the Drip Kit. Obviously, the newest New York City street brand. Never fit in, always stand out. Alrighty, so let's get into it. First of all, I want to thank uh, everyone from Giants Nation this week for the support. From episode one to episode two, got some solid feedback from obviously the best best fans in sports. Um, follow us on Instagram as well. Just created that page, posting some good content on there at Row One Sports. Uh, Twitter as well at Row One Sports One. Go check us out on Twitter as well. Uh, what's up, Jess? Also, before we get into it, I want to give a shout out to Big Blue United and New York Giants underscore Pete. Thank you for sharing our page. Uh, we're growing, we're slowly growing, but you know we're getting there, so we appreciate that. And now let's, you know, let's actually let's let's talk about something a little more important. What do you want to talk about? Football is officially back. We're here. I'm watching the first preseason game. It looks like the Little Giants, but you know what? Football's football, so I'm excited. Um, we got the uh, Falcons. They're playing the Broncos right now. Um, Seven zero in the I think second quarter, but. You know, we're back, the Hall of Fame game's here, and uh, I guess it's time to roll. Yeah, so uh, you want to do a little overview of both teams, I guess. I guess I'll take the Broncos yeah. first. Go Shit for it. I, I mean, listen, they got Drew Locke in the draft. He went about you 50th. You want to take the Broncos? Go ahead, you take the Broncos. Uh, it's, listen, I, I'll, I'm going to go with the Broncos just because Drew Locke is going to probably play a lot. Um, I, I don't. I couldn't even tell you the guy who's starting for Atlanta. Was it who is it Hogan? <laughs> right now, or is that is he starting he's for Denver? For, he's for Denver. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a whole mess there in the fucking Denver, huh? It's 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 the Hall of Fame game. No one's really playing anyway. They got the popcorn guy. He's throwing he's throwing hail marys. Yeah. Um. You know what? Not enough. For, let, let, you know what? Let's let's talk. Let's give some camp updates. Yeah. More importantly, fuck teams, that. Whatever. Uh. Okay. So it was actually a busy week from camp. We were actually there. On Saturday, it was a great day. Good to be back at the stadium. Uh, got a little inside information, sort of say, on our boy Golden Tate. Uh, was kind of in a crowd, sort of say, with some pretty strong giants. Important guys. Important guys. Not going to mention who they are, but listen, the NFL is the NFL. He did an illegal drug, whether we like it or not. And I believe there's a 99.9% chance that we don't see him until Week Five against the Vikings. Yeah, I, I agree, and and. The thing with Golden Tate, like, listen, yeah, he reported it to the league. It doesn't matter. You know what? If he was smart, he would have called the league before he did it and say, listen, is this drug what I'm taking uh, allowed? And if not, he wouldn't have taken it. He screwed up. He's right. going to be out the first four games, barring anything unforeseen. But um, we'll try to move away from Tate and try to well, sh- shed some positive light on the I've Giants. been reading a lot of updates about, oh, well, that's not fair. Josh Gordon does this. Tariq Hill does that. Yeah, but you're just not listening to the rules of the NFL. Right. The NFL has a strict drug policy. No one's ever beaten it. Yeah, for the most part. For the most part. And listen, Golden Tate's not a lifelong giant. We signed him. Last night, pretty much. We found out, Shermer said we found out about the drug issue after the fact that, we, you know, we, we yeah, signed him to the contract. I, I, saw, I saw a lot of things about, oh, the Giants should have done their due diligence. Guys, it happened after they signed him, okay? So it's not the Giants' fault. Tate screwed up. He's going to be out the first four weeks. We'll move on. Week five, Minnesota, Golden Tate back. We'll see. Hopefully the Giants are, are good, and we'll see. Maybe he'll be playing in some meaningful games, but we'll see. Uh, okay, O'Shane. Eminence. Um, Eminence. The Eminis, X-Man. The X-Man. He's playing real well. Um, hopefully maybe going to solidify that outside linebacker position for us That's that we, we really need. Nah, well, I guess the end, outside linebacker. We'll see. Um, I, I don't know. I, listen, he seems like a good player. He's from a small school. He's fast, he's strong, he seems like he's got the right tools to be a good pass rusher in this league. Can I get, like, a very premature OCU Minora comparison? Well, yeah, that was the debate coming out of school. Could he be, like, a small school kind of guy who could put up numbers? But we'll see. 
Uh, Jack Rabbit, another guy who's going to have to step up for this this year. Kind of touched on it last year. He's really stepping into a leadership role. He's yep. he's the only veteran in our secondary that we've had for a while. I think this is his fourth year with us. Yeah, probably, I think so. Probably going on his like tenth year in the league. And there's a bunch of young guys in that secondary. Whether it's Julian Love, DeAndre Baker, Corey Ballantine. Yeah. He's got to be the leader, uh, and it's time for him to st- step up and show the young guys what it's about to, to be a strong secondary in the NFL. Cause yeah. It's a, it's a brand new secondary aside from from Jack, Jackrabbit. Absolutely. I mean, last year I was looking at it, our secondary was Jackrabbit. Next to him was Eli Apple. Yep. B.W. Webb, That's Curtis it. Riley, and then, yeah, we had Landon Collins. This year we're revamped. We bu- younger. We got younger. We got Peppers and Bethay back there playing safety and free safety. Chuck Haley's going to go play in the nickel. Grant Haley, I call him Chuck Haley. I don't know why. Uh, um, and then we got two lockdown corners, so it's going to be up to Jack Rabbit to, to play that mentor role. I agree. And you mentioned Corey Ballantyne. Ballantyne's been balling, man. Uh, he had a, a really nice pick in the end zone. I think Jones threw a ball in the end zone to Garrett Dickerson, and Ballantyne just went up there, grabbed it, made a real nice play. I think he's going to, you know, probably earn a spot on the fifty-three Ooh. right now, Ballantyne. Oh, definitely. I, th- I mean, it looks like I know he had that he had that altercation. He was shot in the butt. Unfortunately, <laughs> he was. It's it's funny, but he, you know, g- thankfully he's okay. His friend actually passed away. Yeah. But um, Prayers I don't know. It, it's a nice story. I prayers up for him. But it's a nice story, and uh, it seems like he's gonna make the make the uh, the fifty three. Yep. So some other camp notes. Looks like Shepard's a lock to play week one. Yeah, I mean, he, he caught a ball the other day from Eli as well. When we were in practice, when we were uh, at training camp, he was catching tennis balls on the side, but he was running a thousand miles an hour. I think it was two thousand. <laughs> he was running so fast. I said, "Wow, I'm, I'm so happy to see that guy back on the field." There's something different about Shepard this year. He looks like he really wants He's- to be that number one receiver. Well, he better be. Well, he better be. That's true. <laughs> it's true. Um, also, Jabril. I mean, we've tried. We've touched on him briefly, but. I, let me tell you, he, he looks like a fucking giant, man. Like he he's been playing well. He's all over the all over the field. Ball hawk, like they're gonna move him around, and he he just looks really really good in Giants blue. Yeah, and last but not least, how come no one's talking about Dexter Lawrence? I heard a little talks about him. No but one's no one's talking about this man. I, I mean, he came out of the locker room. By the way. He's the biggest player we have, offense and defense. If the Hulk was on our team, I still think he'd be the biggest player. He's bigger than the Hulk. You think so? Yes. I believe it. The man is 6'4", 345 pounds, and he is a problem. He's a problem. Jalapeno He's a straight-up issue. He is an issue. I agree. He's an issue, and I'm excited. I was saying to Jesse the other day, if he, I don't think he's going to put up crazy sack numbers because he plays the run. We don't need him to. Predominantly, but like, he would have a decent chance of defensive player of the year, I would, rookie of the year. Um, but he's going to play a hell of a – he's going to have a huge impact for us. Run, pass in the passing lanes and just, you know, pushing the pocket. I totally agree. I, I want to transition a little. Uh, we didn't get to mention it last week, but I want to touch on the coaching staff briefly. Okay. I, I, I'm curious how you feel about Pat Shermer, because you know my feelings. I like him. I, I think like he's a him. professional. Do, do you think that he's going to command that respect and that the attention of the locker room now that Odell's gone, now that all the distractions are gone? Do you think that he has that ability? Yeah, that's a good question. I definitely think he's going to do that. I mean, he's got the Army background similar to Coach Coughlin. That's true. You could see the respect that he kind of, it just, like, follows him. Yeah, I agree. He has he's that, like, Soft-spoken that. voice. You know, he's not going to demand the but room. But stern. Like, but stern. Very and, stern. And guys listen to him. I, you know, he's a little laid back on some of his press conferences, which I sometimes don't love. But I've seen him sometimes on the sideline last year. I know in that, in that Atlanta game. Oh, what about? Right at camp. Another another camp story. There, there, was, a, there was a pick play. Uh, it, it ended up. Uh, it went for a touchdown, but it was called back by one of the camp, uh, the training camp refs. And essentially, Shermer's on the field, and he's—I mean, he's yelling. I don't like know. It was I don't, a game. You would think it was the Super Bowl. He was screaming at the refs, and I, I, I guess you like to see that, no? Yeah. So yeah, Shermer's definitely our guy. Year two in the system. Gettleman believes in him. Mara agrees in him. Uh, believes in him. Yeah. And uh, I think he's gonna show some show some strides this year. What about uh, offensively? So. Or you want to go offensive? Defense? Yeah, you know, I want to go to Betcher. Okay. And second year in the three four. Obviously, you know, we got the new guys. You know, we got BJ, who's who was a rookie last year. We got uh, Dexter, uh, Dalvin. Hopefully, also a rookie last year. Was he's coming on? He's but allergic. He, he's allergic to the quarterback. I know. <laughs> and we're gonna try to get him on a Z pack, but we'll see. I don't know. Uh, I, I like Betcher. I think there's gonna be a lot of blitzing this year with with X Men, with Lorenzo Carter, Kareem Martin, all those guys, but. I don't know. We'll see. I, I, you know, we have to bring the blitz because we don't have that premier pass rusher on the defensive line. Yeah, we had some fans uh, call in or tweet us in 
about the linebackers seems to be somewhat of a weakness. Yeah, so we'll, we're, we'll get we're, to that. We're we'll going to get into the linebackers and how we can make that kind of a strength. Before we do, though, sure. can somebody tell me what the fuck Mike Shula is doing? Please. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. The guy, he, all he does is collect a check. Does anybody know that Mike Shula was the Alabama Crimson Tides head coach in 2003 to 2006? He was three games over 500. Guess what the NCAA did? They sanctioned him and vacated 21 wins. Wherever the guy goes, he turns to shit. He's King Midas's evil twin. I, I mean, I don't understand. He just sits there. I don't even think Sherman's going to give him a play sheet. I don't even think he's got the playbook. He just looks over Sherman's... Can I see, coach? Can I see? Uh, listen, I'm not a fan of Mike Shula. I, he doesn't... For me, he doesn't do much for me. I know Pat calls the plays. I'm going to start getting angry, bro. I don't want to talk about Mike Shula anymore. Yeah. Do you? No, I don't. Fuck Mike Shula. I don't. I mean, he's the one guy in the Giants organization that might make Ben McAdoo look good. Because he was pretty good as an offensive coordinator. And that's damn scary. You don't see nothing that has to do with Mike Shula Does the ever. guy smile? I don't think so. I don't know what he looks like. <laughs> He's tan. I don't know what he looks I don't think he's that tan. Because he's always spending his weeks in Cabo. Yeah. Sherman doesn't want him there. Just get out of here. Get out of here, Mike. Yeah, so that was uh, a key that Jesse wanted to touch on, our coaching staff. Uh, long story short, Shermer, we love you. Betcher, got to improve a little bit. Pat, uh, Mike. Mike. <laughs> hit just, the road, buddy. Yeah, hit the road, Jack. <laughs> we don't need you, kid. We don't need you. Speaking of... Uh, Speaking of that, why don't we move to a few fan questions? We actually, you know, our Twitter's growing, our Instagram's go growing. Uh, we got four fan questions. We're going to just answer them all. Um, GMAS3, our buddy George, um, he asked us, when do you see Daniel Jones getting a start this year? Right, um, George. If at all. All right. That's, that's a great question. That's definitely a popular conversation among Giants fans since we drafted him. And I'm going to stick with my gut on this. I don't think we see Daniel Jones until next year minimum. It could be two years. And you know what? I hope that's the case. Yep. Uh, like I said, I'm a, I believe in Eli. Uh, I think he's going to be a different animal this year. He's going to be firing on all cylinders every single week. He's going to have a guy behind him that's going to push him. But I don't think there's a need to see Daniel Jones. Think about last year when we had Luletta. Um, and everyone's like, oh, we should start Luletta. We should start Luletta. Why? Why? I think Luletta should change his first name from Kyle to Trainwreck, and we can just call him Trainwreck Luletta. How do you feel about that? I mean, he stinks. It's not that he stinks. He it's stinks. Just, guys, I understand Eli's going to struggle, but it's not as easy as just putting in the next guy. I, I mean, agree. Eli's a 16-year Super Bowl champion. Obviously, he's going to make the guy behind them look bad. So, you know, da let Daniel Jones wait. And what happened last year when, when we were beating Washington, what, 40 to nothing after Eli was through four touchdowns? And then... Kyle Luletta came in like the fans asked for, and what'd he do? He threw one pass <laughs> to the other in, team and, and then sat pick. down with Mike Shula. Yeah. Mike, well, they, yeah, they just went a lot. They were playing <laughs> Fortnite. I don't know what the fuck those two were doing. So, anyway, George, great question. That's where I stand on Daniel Jones. Yep. Let's see him next year. Let's win some ball games this year. Next, uh, EBK05, our boy Ethan. He tweeted us. He wants to know. What do you think our record will be against the tough NFC East this year? I, I, I'll, I'll take this one. I, listen. Like we know, division games are tough, and they're, they're the toughest games that you're going to play all season. I think if I'm the Giants, your goal has to be to sweep Washington this year. Like we talked about, I think Washington's going to honestly be a, a really a bottom three team this year. They're not very talented at all. And I think you've got to be, I mean, really happy if you can split, if you can split Philly and Dallas. I mean, if you can go 4-2 four, four and two in the division, which... Some people might say that's crazy, but listen, Washington's not a good, it's not a good football team. And for the most part, they're tough games. No matter how bad the teams division are, games. division games are tough. Yeah. Very tough. So listen, 4-2 and two is feasible. I don't know if it's that possible, but we'll see. But I think it's plausible. We'll see. I don't so, know. So question three, our, our teacher from our high school, David Yerker, he wants to know, what's your take on the Giants' inside linebacker situation? Can Connolly and Tate Davis make any noise? So my, my take on, on... BJ, he wants to know about BJ Goodson, too. Is he on the way out? I, I, it's okay. So the linebacker situation with the Giants is very tricky. For the, for the most part, we're locked in with the inside linebacker spot with Ogletree. Ogletree's... We're paying him a lot. He, that's, he's, he's locked in to one inside linebacker position. Now, you guys know we're running a 3-4, which means we need two inside linebackers and two outside linebackers. So essentially, Ogletree is there. The, the outside linebackers right now are Carter, and I guess it's going to be Kareem Martin, probably. Or Golden. 
Marcus Golden, maybe. Yes, that's very possible. Either or. But the inside linebacker, there's really there's three guys. It, it's it's Connolly, it's Goodson, and it's Tay Davis. Right now, Tay Davis is running with the ones, for the most part. I saw B.J. Goodson today came up hobbled. He was hurt, some type of hamstring or some type of lower leg injury. I don't see B.J. Goodson – I just don't see him staying healthy for us. He hasn't been healthy his whole career. He might have some upside, but I'll be honest, the guy's just never healthy. So, honestly, it's going to be between Davis and Connolly. Connolly, I think, is a fifth-round pick out of Wisconsin. I like him. I like his energy. He's you know He flies up and down the field. But right now, Tay Davis, is, it looks like it's going to be Ogletree and Davis. And on the outside, it's going to be Carter, and it's going to be either Golden or Martin. You think we cut Goodson? I think it's very possible that B.J. Goodson doesn't make the 53 if he doesn't participate in camp anymore. Yes. All right. Um, you know, let's get into our last question. Then we want to. I want to transition into the top 100. Um, the last question is by New York Giants underscore Pete. Um, thanks for the question, man. Uh, he said, "How do you see the bottom of the wide receiver group sorting out, and who makes the final 53?" Great question. Obviously, the receiver position might be the most talked about spot on our roster this year. Obviously, just to give you guys a rundown, we got Shep leading the ones. Yep. Tate going to play behind him starting week five. Klatz, who we're very high on. Yeah, I think to, he's going to have a nice year. He's going to have to have, make a big jump. He's our veteran guy. He's yep. been in the league the longest behind Tate. Russell Shepard, who I think is going to be obviously make the team. And then I think we're going to take that kid, Reggie White Jr., the kid who, who plays, who wears number 13. Yeah, I, I spoke to him. I, I mentioned it on our Twitter. I said I spoke to him at camp very briefly. I said, listen, you got some big shoes to fill. And he's, he's kind of cool. He's like, yeah, you know, I've been hearing that a lot lately. So I, I like his talent. He's uh, not too big, but he's somewhat of a bigger receiver. He seems like he, he's got the right stuff. He's made, of the, he's made of the right material. I don't know. I like him. He's my sleeper pick to make the, uh, the final 53 as one of the fi- yeah, fifth receivers. I, he's, he's on my 53 as well, followed by Alonzo Russell. He's making a bunch of plays in practice. He's got size. I, I think he's going to sh- uh, have a shot at making the team. Yeah, you, uh, we, we didn't mention Slayton, who might be – you know, I, I don't know. Slayton, Slayton will make the team. You think? Yeah. I, I think the Giants are probably going to keep five to – probably six receivers – I think we're going to keep seven receivers because Tate's going to obviously make the team. But well, he's he's not going to be counted on the active roster until week five comes around because of the suspension. Okay. So I guess it's six receivers. Once Tate comes in, whoever is playing the worst on, whether it's special teams or in the regular season, will probably get cut or sent to the practice squad. Right. So the answer to your question, uh, NYG Pete, uh, I believe Reggie White Jr. and Alonzo Russell will round out the receiving core. The bottom core of the receiving. Yeah, I agree. Um, let's Thanks move for your on. Question, yeah, man. thank you guys for your questions. Hopefully, you guys uh, ask some questions next week as well. Um, I want to move on to the top 100. Uh, I know I'm sure everybody saw it's all over Twitter. Saquon was what 16? 16. Yeah. I, I want to get your thoughts. To me, it seems low. And when I say low, I think he should be closer to the top 10 than closer to the top 20. Um, I, he's he's too good of a player and. If the Giants were good last year, could have been somewhat close to the MVP conversation, obviously Mahomes and, and Breeze and stuff, but Saquon, to me, I don't know if there's 10 or 12 better players in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, maybe it has to do with earning his stripes as a rookie. His peers don't want to, you know, get him, him that, up. Gla- that cloud already, which is, if that's the case, that's fine. But then I was looking a little bit into it. And Zeke's rookie year, he had 1,950 yards or something, and he was seven. Saquon passed 2K, did more for his team individually than Zeke that year, and gets a lower rating. Listen, it's the top 100. Nobody really cares um, if things go as planned this year. Some of the players get a little salty, I'm sure they do, but if things go as planned this year, Saquon, I'm sure we'll see in the top five minimum. And I'm excited for him. Yeah. Uh, more important than his rankings is his leadership ability. I love his leadership ability. Um, that mic'd up video, I know we posted it on our Instagram. You guys should definitely check it out. It just shows that, like, I don't, I don't mean to bring up Odell again. And listen, Odell was vocal, but sometimes in the wrong way. Saquon, just, just, all he does is just gas up his teammates. Like, he's so not about himself. And that's, like, what the Giants need. I think we're going to see the captain symbol on his chest this year. Honestly, I really do. That would be a big move for such a young kid, but, I mean, he's more deserving than anybody. Like I said, we took this kid number two overall. This was Dave Gettleman's first pick as a Giants GM, and he's taking Saquon to the grave. And if that's the energy he brings, <laughs> I'll take that I'll any take day. That I'll take day. that any day. I totally agree. And getting back to Zeke quickly, 
he has those. The reason why I don't think Zeke, and a lot of people debate who's the best running back in football. Uh, maybe biasly, maybe unbiasedly, I think Saquon is probably the best running back in football. Maybe the best overall offensive player in football, like we spoke about, besides the quarterbacks, just in terms of skill positions. But the way Zeke carries himself off the field, and now he's in a holdout, he's in Cabo. I wish he brought Mike Shula with him, but he's in Cabo now, training. Shula's around. already there. He is. That's yeah. where he got that fucking tan from. But uh, he's in Cabo, like, I don't know, like, the way, the way Saquon carries himself, it's like so opposite of how Zeke does. And that's why I just feel like that's another reason why, why Saquon is so much better. I, I mean, I would assume that you probably think Saquon's better too, no? Yeah. I mean, anybody who doesn't think that Saquon is in the top one, two, or three of running backs is not really too intelligent when it comes to the football or the running back position more specifically. Um, but more importantly, just the way he carries himself, what he means to a team. And Zeke's been blessed with, with offensive line talent and receiver talent and defensive Solid talent. Solid quarterback Coaching play. talent. Coaching play, yeah, everything is just in Zeke's favor. Yeah. And look what Saquon was be able was able to do last season, pretty much all by himself. With I mean, a bag man, of bones. I mean, the man had two thousand yards as a rookie. Fifteen touchdowns. No one thought he was going to play that good. No. And that could segue us into the to the next kind of argument. Our favorite. I mean, this is this is like the prime time New York debate. Ugh. But is it a debate though? Well, it is for the opposite side because they don't really understand what they're talking about. Obviously. So. Obviously, Saquon Barkley, number two, with a glaring quarterback issue at the time. I thought it was the right pick. I thought it was 100% the right pick. I also said that this argument is going to be settled years from now. Yeah. Uh, however, I could be a little wrong on that. I agree. The, the thing with this, with this debate is Saquon versus Sam Darnold. Here, here's what – it's tough to, to get this out because people don't understand. Before Sam Darnold was even drafted, when the Jets were picking – Right when they called his name, before the card got to Mr. Goodell, they're just proclaiming, he's the franchise guy. That's our guy. That's the next Joe. Guys, we did the same thing with Daniel Jones, and now he's a bust. Can someone explain that to me? It doesn't make any sense. Why, because he went to a big-time school? So did Carson. Oh, no. He went to, what, South Dakota State? Yes. North. North Nobody even knows where the fuck North Dakota is. And if, listen, if one of the listeners is from North Dakota, God bless you. And God bless you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, bro. Seriously, but listen, it's not like quarterbacks have never came from from small schools, but don't just crown Sam Donald, who, by the way, led the NCAA in turnovers. It was top two in turnovers that, that his season when, before he got drafted. I, don't just crown him the franchise guy, and then when the Giants do it, you're like, ah, you screwed up. That doesn't make sense, guys. It doesn't make any sense. Okay, let, let's bring a little unbiased to the table okay. with that. Listen. I Sa- like Sam Donald, Sam Donald could make a huge jump in year two. No one's, no one's doubting that. Probably will. Most of the rookie quarterbacks who play well their, their first year yeah. have that big jump second year. Goff, Wentz. He has a load of talent around him. Yeah. A good new coach, Adam Gaze. I think he's an offensive guy. So maybe he, maybe he will improve. Yeah. Maybe you guys make he, take I a shot at the I think he will improve. I think he will. But why is it so wrong that the Giants took their draft strategies, and then they took Saquon, and now we have Daniel Jones, and you guys have Sam Darnold, and now you took Quinn Williams. It's 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 like to like. Yeah, I, I agree. That's and, all it comes down to. And, and let's be honest, who's going to be more of an impact player for their team last year? Who's going to be more of an impact player this year? It's Saquon Barkley, the guy who's just ranked 16th among all NFL players. And frankly, if we didn't draft Saquon Barkley last year, I don't know if we win a game. Yeah, listen, the, the th- it's probably true. The Giants are probably, probably might, might even be drafting Kyler Murray, honestly. But listen, Daniel Jones, I, I like the way Daniel Jones looks. I don't know if you guys heard, Daniel Jones looks pretty good in practice, guys. He looks good. I know it's practice, but you guys are like, ah, he's going to suck. But then when he looks good in practice, that doesn't matter. Like, the guy hasn't played in a preseason game. Like, let him play. Let him, let him go through the rookie struggles in the preseason. Like we said, he's probably not going to play during the regular season because of Eli and, and what we think he's capable of. But let's just try to, you know what, maybe we should hold off on the Sam Darnold versus Saquon debate. And why don't we let, 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 let's let them both develop. Darnold, I like, honestly, I'm going to try to be unbiased here. The Jets, I, I like what they're doing. I like the way Darnold played last year. It's not like he didn't turn the ball over. He did, but he played. Expected. Expected. It's rookie struggles, yeah. of course. Everybody turned the, turned the ball over as a rookie. But he, he looks good. 
and you guys have a nice running back to try to take some pressure off him. I, I think the Jets are going to be well, well, well improved this year. I don't know how well improved. Remember, you guys only won three games last year. But I, I think, you know, eight eight wins, nine wins. We'll, we'll see. Maybe a wild card, but I doubt it. Right. So, on the record, I am saying that this debate is going to take years to— Just hold off. To hold off. Yep. But listen, going into week one this year, I'm taking Saquon Barkley— I'm not taking a young developing quarterback, which, by the way, we have it as well in our back pocket. Yep. Someone who's getting better every day, learning from someone who's great. And I unbiasedly think that the Giants are in a great spot. Oh, by the way, guys, forgot to tell you, if Daniel Jones turns out to be a really good quarterback and we got Saquon Barkley, I guess that debate's pretty much over then, right? Yes, but he's a Daniel Jones is a backup quarterback as right far now. as this podcast is concerned. For now, yep. Let him make his mistakes. Let him have his highs, his lows. He's a rookie. He's in great hands, man. I, I agree. Listen, I want to move to the wide receivers. Um, the I, talk of New York. The talk of New York all over the things. The Giants are in big trouble. Everyone's on Twitter. and face, Is Shepard going to play week one? Guys, he's practicing. He's catching balls. He's, he's catching balls lightly, and he's not really using his thumb yet. But he's got another, what, five weeks? How long? He's got another five weeks till Dallas? Four weeks. Is it four weeks? Four, my flight is in like three and a half. So weeks. he's got another. Uh, I think it's yeah. All right. So he's got another four weeks to heal. He's already been out for. Well, when I say out, he's already been not using his thumb for I think about a week now. Yeah. So I, I think he's going to be more than fine. I'm really, really not worried about Shepard. However, you guys know that that Tate is is suspended for the first four games. So the Giants are going to need to use. I don't want to say it, but some form of committee approach. To, to, to fill the void as of Golden Tate being out. Yep. Um, there's, there's, a, there's a few things the Giants could do. I, I mean, I saw, I saw an article on Twitter that they could trade for Mohamed Sanu, who's going into the second-to-last year of his deal. He's got a five-year, $32 million deal, expires in 2021. I am a big fan of Sanu. He had like 800 receiving yards last year, like four or five touchdowns. They're, they're ready to pay Julio. He's going to be the highest-paid receiver in the league, rightfully so. Ridley. They have Calvin Ridley, of course, who, who's a good player. A real, I think he had eight or nine or ten touchdowns. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Mohamed Sanu as well. I mean, obviously a Jersey kid. He's going to take some. He would love to play with us. Yeah. I just don't know how realistic that is to go and sign a guy like Mohamed Sanu. It might Sanu. take a third-round pick. I don't know. If, I definitely don't think we're willing to do that. I don't and think I don't so think either. we need to fill Golden Tate's void with Mohamed Sanu for all that cap and all that capital. Yeah. Um, I think we go with what we got. Like I said, there's there's some free agents out there. I don't know how you feel about Cameron Meredith. Just got cut. Des Bryant doesn't have a team. Mer- Meredith is intriguing. He had a nice season. He was kind of coveted when he was coming into free agency, and then he tore his ACL. Meredith is a pretty good player. The only problem with that is he is very injury prone. I, I don't see the Giants going that route with the obvious stability that they need out of the wide receiver position right now because of Sterling, because of Tate. Uh, other guys are banged up, so I, I don't think the Giants are going to go with Meredith. Des Bryant is also intriguing and may be the flashy sign, but I know no, you're sha- you. I know you're shaking your head. I, I'm saying no, thank you either. Either I, I don't see the Giants signing Des Bryant. I don't hey, listen. The last time last time he played, he didn't have it, man. He was he was slow. I think he, what he tears Achilles last year with the Saints. Yeah, he didn't even make it out of practice. He yeah. What, what was the first second? Yeah. Yeah, not 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 interested in Des Bryant. Other side note, Giants won't reach out to Victor Cruz. It was a thought, quick thought. Let's just throw it up and leave it out. A little more inside info. We'll keep it low. Who it was, but yeah, Cruz essentially said, you know, they're too prideful and to reach out to reach out to them. So that's unfortunate. Victor's our guy. We love Victor, Super Bowl champion. But sorry, it buddy. doesn't look like uh, the Giants are going to be uh, signing Victor Cruz. There's two other. There's really three other guys that that would be the only way that I could see. The Giants potentially making uh, a, a signing late in July. Well, really, all, early August. You got Crabtree, Garcon, and I know you mentioned yeah. Demarcus Robinson, which you can touch on in a sec. But Crabtree, I think we went over the other day. He's got like 54 career touchdowns. Yeah, he's got a bunch of touchdowns. He's had a slow start with uh, San Fran, but then really picked it up in Oakland. Oakland, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, he was with Cooper, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. The Crabtree, he's a, he's a red zone guy. And listen, the Giants obviously have their struggles in the red zone. But I, he may command five, six, seven, six, seven million. No. Yeah, I mean that that goes to my point. And the Giants only have eight million in cap space. I'd rather get a guy 
who's actually on a team and is, is wanted by a roster. I don't want to take a guy like Cameron Meredith, who's just the Saints garbage, or Des Bryant, who, who no one wants because he's a big name. There's there's a reason that why where, why these guys are, are not signed in August. Exactly. Let's go out. Let's, let's trust Gettleman like we've always been doing. And let's go and trade for this kid, Demarcus Robinson, from Kansas City. There I think was, he's a speedster, there too. There was rumors about it. He would fit our offense great. He, 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 he could go over the top. He could come over the middle, catch the ball and score kind of from the line of scrimmage, kind of like Odell used to do. And I think we take a shot on him. I don't think he's going to be too expensive. Yeah, no, I don't think so. The Chiefs are stacked at wide receiver. I'm sure they'd be willing to get rid of the kid. I mean, he's probably lower on their depth chart than he would be on ours. Yeah, Robinson is intriguing to me. And the thing with Robinson, there's a lot of guys in in Kansas City right now. So I I think that... I think Kansas City would be willing to part with a guy like that, to be honest. But... Uh, listen, they have Kansas City has Watkins. They got Hill. Obviously, you know he's not getting suspended after that whole domestic violence thing. They got Kelsey. They got Damian Williams. They have a lot of mouths to feed in Kansas City. I don't think I, I, I don't think getting Robinson would be too expensive either. And I think it'd be a solid move for the Giants, to be honest with you. Yeah. All right. Well, that's kind of like our last spot on the roster. Yeah. Sort of say. I mean, the only guy who's not in camp right now that's going to be on the fifty-three, I think, could be one of those mentioned people whether yeah. it's a free agent whether you make a trade but listen the wide receiver room is thin and we got to make it we got to make a trade yeah i say trade i say we go out and get demarcus robinson we get a veteran guy someone who could make plays instantly i like Otto etatawa from syracuse but listen he he's not an nfl talent yeah listen That's i, I know is. the giants brought him in uh with T- we actually didn't mention tj jones so uh just to me- just to touch on that the giants did bring in tj jones uh receiver from detroit um, he worked out with us. On, he was there on Saturday. They signed him and Amba Etatawa to uh, to work out after trying to fill the void from Shep. Um, I don't see either of them making the team. I know New York Giants Pete and I had a conversation today about T.J. Jones potentially making the team. Uh, I said Reggie White was going to be my sleeper, but I don't see. I listen. I think Etatawa was on the practice squad. No. Yeah, we we picked him up post. Injury, yeah, tobacco. I don't see him or Jones making the team, but we'll we'll see. We'll we'll keep an eye on that for sure. All right, let's go into the full fifty-three since it's you know it's preseason. Yeah, we're just gonna give our predictions against the against the Jets. Yeah, we'll get into that after. Ninety men, ninety men going against the Jets. That game is not being played in the Quest Diagnostic Center. That'll be in the Cookie Cutter. Yeah, should be though. Just quick, quickly, let's overview what what we think this roster is gonna look like, starting with ten. Um, Eli and Daniel Jones. I think we go with Alex Tanny. Yeah, the third I think QB. I think Tanny is definitely going to be the third QB. I don't see Kyle Laletta making the team. No, I, I mean by I, I would be honestly I'd be shocked if Kyle Laletta made the team. I think he'll find a roster though. I think he'd be on the practice squad. Honestly, the Giants have some weird infatuation with him. I don't know what it is. Well, he's a young draft pick. Fourth rounder, man. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like a Paul Perkins thing, which. I don't know how to fuck Paul Perkins we'll is still around. It. We'll get, get into, into it. it. But I don't know. I don't see Loletta making making uh, the 53 by any stretch yeah. of the yeah. imagination. When you got a rookie in the quarterback room, I definitely think we need to bring on that third QB. Yeah, by the Tanny, way, I Alex like. Tanny, when you watch him, if you take jersey numbers off the guy, he's got a rifle. His, his spiral, nice spiral looks just like Eli and looks like Daniel Jones. So yeah. God forbid anything ever happens to Eli, we're going to need a guy like Alex Tanny to come in and Try to help Be us behind out. Daniel Jones. Yeah. So I think those are the three we go with. Yeah. Uh, moving to running back, you guys know we got Saquon. He's going to start, obviously. Galman. Love Galman. I know Eric's a big fan of Galman. I'm, I'm, I'm torn. Uh, I like him more than Perkins, but I do actually like Rod Smith, who I think is going to spell Barkley. You know, if Barkley has a, a big, big run inside the red zone, I think Rod Smith is more than capable. He's more of like a bruising guy, but yeah. played with Dallas, kind of like a Zeke runner. I know he had some success when Zeke was hurt or Zeke was out, or whatever he was suspended. But Rod Smith is a bigger back who who I think can get the job done if the Giants need him to when Saquon needs to come out. Yeah, I think he'd be the upgrade that we were looking for with, say, Jonathan Stewart, but maybe this guy will actually get the job done. Yeah, Stewart. We're not asking too much of Rod Smith, don't get me wrong. But no. Maybe, I don't know, if it comes down to it. A couple touchdowns. Maybe he needs to take three, four snaps a game. No, he'll get, I think he'll get more than that. You think? Yeah, I think he's going to maybe have three, four carries a game, honestly. But okay, I don't know. We'll see. Listen, we don't want to run Saquon into the ground, but we're going to need him to have 300-plus touches this year easily. It's good to have two guys. It's maybe 350. Yeah, I'm very capable. I, I'm very high on Wayne Gallman. I think he could be a starting running back in the league. Maybe. And if Saquon needs a burn, I'm happy with 22 back there. 
He's shifty. He can kind of complement Barkley very well. And he runs really, really hard underratedly, even though he's a skinny guy. Yeah. But, listen, I love the running back room. I love where we're at right now. Yeah, I, I actually, I, I, do, I know I just mentioned it, but I, I really do like the signing of Rod Smith from Dallas. He just, to me, has just kind of... That Ohio State kid. Yeah, he is an Ohio State kid. And, like, he has that, that like, I don't know what it is, but he's... He's, it seems like he's really going to take some pressure off of Saquon because he's that bigger type back. Um, like, we, we really haven't had in a while, to be honest. Yeah. I, I want to move to the wide receivers. Well, we, we, we don't need to kill the wide receiver position. No. We, we, we went over it just to briefly, you know, we're going through our 53. We have Shep. We have Tate. We have Latimer. Russell Shepard. Like we said, we think Reggie White is going to be the sleeper this year. And Alonzo Russell. And potentially we may and bring Slayton. in. And Slayton, possibly. And we may bring in a free agent. That's all we, I think we have to say on the wide receivers. Okay, so the tight end room is pretty interesting, too. Obviously, we're going to have Evan Ingram as our one stud. Um, Scott Simonson played a pretty, pretty big role last year, too. He played a bunch of snaps. Yep. Big guy, strong, soft hands. He could block. He could run routes. Obviously, Red Ellison will still be there, Mr. Reliable. Love the way he blocks. And listen, he has some soft hands, too. He really does, Red. Red. Love Red. I, I love Red, too. And we pay him. Listen, I think he makes $4.5, 5000000 million a year. He was blocking with AP. Like, listen, he's the guy that he, he's going to come in and he's going to try to smash you in your mouth. And we need a guy like that. We really haven't had that in a while, and I'm glad I'm glad he's on our team. Seriously. And if Ingram goes down, which has been kind of the theme, yeah. Red Ellison's our starting tight end who's going to be able to have to fill his, fill his shoes, run his routes, run his speed. Agreed. And uh, I think he'd be the guy to do it. Totally agree. Uh, so that fourth tight end spot I think is where we're going to end up picking a guy. I think – we're going to take four tight ends, obviously, because we run those big, heavy three tight end sets sometimes. I think TJ Conrad from Kentucky, I think he's been making a lot of noise in practice, and I think he finds his way on his team. He reminds me a lot of Matt Lacoste. He's got the size yeah. for Matt Lacoste. He's, he's got a big, the speed yeah, bigger guy. And deceivingly quick. Pretty good hands. Uh, I know that some B writers, I think Art Stapleton, Jordan Renan, they were all talking about Conrad and. He seems like he may, may make a run at, at making the 53. Uh, the, the thing is, Simonson is, I think, probably going to make the team. I think Rhett is definitely – Rhett is obviously making the team and obviously Ingram. So D- Dickerson and Conrad, I think it's going to be Conrad. The Giants are going to need – listen, if you can block, if you can block for the Giants, you have a place on this team. And if you can come in and block and catch some passes whenever we need you to, I think you have a real shot at making the 53. Yeah, so I think we take uh, a fourth a fourth tight end, three quarterbacks, and then the receivers we mentioned. And to get to the offensive line, we know Solder's going to be the mainstay at left tackle. Chad Wheeler's going to be a tackle. He could play left, he could play right. What we call like a swing type of yeah, guy. Yeah, another guy I want to touch on is this kid Brian Milakic. Yeah. I saw him at practice. He's an animal. Huge, huge. I don't guy. know if he could block. He look. He better be able to. He's the biggest guy there is. Well, if he can't block, he's got to go home. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I want to see this kid make the team. I think he'd be a good project because of his size. Way bigger than Eric Flowers, and, and why can't he, you know, why can't he contribute? He's a good, a good big body to have. Yeah, I agree. Listen, you need the hog on the team like Gettleman always says. Um, I want to move to left guard. Obviously, Will Hernandez. I just see, listen, I, you know, God forbid, but I just see Will Hernandez as a guy who's going to play every snap for 10 seasons. And that, I don't know what it is. There's just something about him. I love the way he... He carries himself. He's got that mean demeanor to him. And like you said, he'll take you behind your apartment building and just beat, beat the, the shit front, out of you. Yeah. And like I said, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with and it I'm too. And I'm cool with it. He's a guy who I don't think is going to get hurt. Just just the way he carries himself, he's he's really a New York giant. Reminds me of like those, you know, those those offensive linemen from that 07. from 07 that just that won us the Super Bowl. So I and love then, him. Yeah, the and then he's going to be on his second year with Nate Solder, more chemistry, the, holding down the left side of that line while we got the veterans on the right side. Yeah, the, backing up Hernandez, I guess is Austin Drugsma. I, I don't know too much about him, honestly. He's getting second team reps. Second team reps, He'll left guard. Team. Yeah, we'll see. I, I don't know. I'm, I honestly, I wish I knew more about Drugsma, but I don't. Uh, I don't. <laughs> I, I don't see Hernandez going down at any point this season, so I don't think we'll have to worry about it. Center. Yeah. So I. This is weird. We, we've been saying it. We, we debated it briefly last week on uh, episode one. John Halapio, in our opinion, is going to be the starting center. I really like Halapio. He's big. Love him. He's fierce. Like He, he kind of gives me that Will Hernandez vibe to him, maybe just because he looks like him a little. But Pulley 
and Pulley is probably going to be the backup. I know everyone's still he can sa- swing to guard. Yes, he can. That's true, yeah. and that's very that's very helpful. Especially like with Wheeler and Pulley, it definitely helps to have and guys like signed. Play. We resigned him. I saw that. I saw that. Um, I, I like I like John Halapio. He's going to be the center, in my opinion, this year, uh, with Spencer Pulley backing him up or potentially swinging, um, depending on injuries and stuff like that. No injuries. Man. Yeah, God forbid, no injuries. No injuries. Um, right guard. I mean, just my favorite guy on the team, Kevin Zeitler. Same kind of, of mean attitude to as like Will Hernandez. I, his wife tweeted on Twitter today and the other day. The guy's doing pass sets in like the grocery in the grocery store. Like the guy can't get enough football. He's a football guy. Uh, obviously, you know we acquired him in that trade, but. Uh, Kevin Zeitler to me is going to be the best offensive lineman on our team. Might even be by a wide margin. Yeah, I know Pro Football Focus great has graded him very high with the um, with his grades the last few years uh, in Cleveland, and then I think he was in Cincinnati too. I'd like to see him in the Pro Bowl this year. Can we give him a Pro yeah, Bowl bid? Yeah, absolutely. Is I, that a hot take or no? No, I don't think that's hot at all. He's normally one of the highest blocking guards in the uh, in terms of pass grades. He's probably the highest in the league. I think he might really show how good he actually is this year playing on a line that wasn't so good last year. I think yeah. he's going to elevate everybody. Obviously playing on the right side next to Remmers, next to Pio. Uh, he's going to be backed up by Evan Brown. Yeah. Obviously don't know too much about him to be honest with yeah. you. But he's taking second team reps behind Zeitler. Guys, listen, there's only so much, uh, how much more you want us to know. <laughs> you know, There's only so much we could fucking know. Um, we'll move to the right tackle spot, and we'll get off the offensive line. We'll move to the defense. Quick, Mike Remmers. Yeah, Remmers, that's it. It's very fucking simple. There's no Chad Wheeler. Stop it with the Chad Wheeler. I really, I'll be honest with you, I don't want to hear Chad Wheeler's name for the next uh, four weeks. I don't want to hear his name. Just don't say it. Don't tweet at me. Don't Instagram. Don't Facebook. Chad Wheeler is a nice guy to have. I just don't want to hear his name. Remmers next. had some surgery, but he's going to be the, uh, the clear-cut first-team starting right tackle for us. On to the defensive line, some meat. Obviously, we're going to have BJ, Dalvin, Dexter Lawrence, who I love. And then kind of to round that out, we're going to go with RJ McIntosh. It's like a fucking deli on that line. There's, so, there's girth and meat all over the place. Hill, Dalvin, You know what Dexter. I'm saying, guys, right? <laughs> Hill, Dalvin, Dexter. Beast, beast, and beast. Maybe yeah. besides Dalvin with his cold and his Z-pack, but uh, D- Dexter. That's about 1,000 pounds of lineman. It's just more. about. It's more. Yeah. Well, Dexter's about 500 and then Hill and Dalvin try to fill it in. But, yeah, no, that's, that's a, it's a solid young core that the Giants are building. I really, really – I know we've been talking about it all day. Dexter Lawrence, to me, like you said, he could be the rookie defensive player of the year. I don't know if that's possible because he, the sacks might not be there, but he could really dominate this year. For he's going to have to have that JPP rookie year impact, and I think he's more than capable. He's going to fit right in. He's the, no, he's the nose of our defense. And watch, watch for him to make some serious, serious noise week one. Yeah, I totally agree. Also, I know R.J. McIntosh is a fifth-round pick out of Miami last year, I believe. Yeah. Um, he They're started suspended. to come on. He I think he had – no, was he suspended or last was there – I No, I know. Was there, was it a suspension or was he just hurt? I think it could have been the combination of both. It might have been both. He really I, didn't play too many snaps. No, he did have – he did start to come on in a game toward the end of the season. I don't remember which. It might have been Dallas, but I don't remember. Listen, he's a piece of project, defensive tackle. I, 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 I don't know too much about him. Listen, the more depth on the defensive line that you have, the he's better. Of course. Obviously, we couldn't go a segment without talking about some pro- ex-Cardinals players that we brought in. Yep. Uh, other than the hot dog guy, we brought in Olsen Pierre from, <laughs> from Arizona. He's yeah. going to play D-tackle for us, too. Definitely find a spot on our team with some depth, rotational guy. Nothing crazy, but he's going to be on the team. I think he had like four sacks last year. Yeah. Uh, and then X-Men, who we we touched on he's going to be more of an outside edge rusher yeah. but he's going to have to bring some pressure as well and that's kind of our d-line that's where you, that's where you win championships yeah I, I want to move to the linebackers um we touched on them briefly with uh Yaker's question but i want to move back to the linebackers there's going to be like we said we're in a three four right now we have Connolly, and they're all battling there's about three guys like we mentioned that are going to be battling for this inside linebacker position Connolly, goodson and Tay Davis. Tay Davis, like we said, is good. In my opinion, I really think he covers well. He kind of he kind of moves around. He does. He knows what he's doing, honestly. And it seems like he could be a solid running mate for um, for uh, for Tree. I, I think it's going to be Ogletree and Tay Davis with uh, either Goodson or Conley backing uh, Davis up. To be honest with you guys, um, I know on the outside we're going to have Zoe Carter, 
Yes, sir, my who boy. Who I fully expect to start this year. He's got to do more than start. Yeah, he's got to he really. He might have to start in the Pro Bowl. Yeah, for the <laughs> for us to be good, he's going to have to really come on and take a big jump in his second year. Um, Zoe Carter is going to be on, on, on one side. On the right side, I th- it's going to be Martin or it's going to be Golden. Ironically, two Cardinals, but obviously, I will bet the you hot dog the hot dog guy. guy he's bringing in. You know, Betcher's bringing in anybody from Arizona. You sold him a coffee, he might bring you in and have you working at the Dunkin' Donuts in East Rutherford. But um, Betcher, listen, Martin or Golden on the right side. I like Golden. I think his upside is very high. You know, listen, he tore his ACL. He had 12 and a half sacks before he tore his ACL. Came back. I only think he, only had, he had two and a half last yeah. year. Down year. Yeah, but it's a good signing for the Giants because, listen, I think it was a one-year deal. Or they, have a, or they have an opt-out. If he's bad, he's gone. If he's, if he's good, they'll give, him, they'll give him something small. Or, you know, depends yeah. how good he is. Let's see. And Kareem Martin was a reliable guy, if all else He's got to get to the pass more. Yeah, but he was there. I saw him make a few plays last year. Other yeah. than Kareem Martin, I think we stick with Nate Stupar. I think he makes the roster. Special team type of guy. Special teams. He's got a high energy guy. He's, he's got a big motor. Yeah. Uh, he's hurt right now, but I think we. Is it a hamstring for him? Yeah. Hamstring? I think we keep him as a veteran. I think he played pretty well last year, like you said, on special teams. Yeah. And Nate Stupar, and then you got to include Zach Diossi. He'll be on the team as well. Yeah, seriously. Um, I want to move to the corners. Uh, I, we're just going to do a quick rundown of the corners. Obviously, we know it's Jack. If you want, listen, talk. I know you like Jack. Right. Go so for it, my Jack friend. Jack Rabbit, he goes as the team goes. I want to see him playing with a lot of energy this year. No complaining. I want him to get back to that second team all pro Jack Rabbit. Yeah. You know, like gritty Jack Rabbit. Like lock down your front, your, your number one receiver. He doesn't even want to be at the game type one receiver. DeAndre Baker, I think he's the most, like I said, I think he's the most underrated player on our roster. Great pick. Great First pick. round pick rookie out of Georgia. Nobody catches touchdowns on him. Nobody catches slants, comebacks. Nobody catches um, anything. Nobody catches anything on John Drew You Baker. can't even catch a cold around that guy. Dalvin might. He might. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think John Drew Baker is going to fit right in, be a day one good, good, good NFL corner. With with huge upside. Huge upside. Lockdown upside. Yeah. And also, he if you watch his college highlights, he turns into a running back yeah. once he gets those picks. Whew. So the Giants are going to have to capitalize on everything this year. So if he could maybe get a pick six or two, things go right. Yeah. Uh, listen, I'm not asking for much here. Yeah. Sam Beal is going to be the other third corner. Corey Ballantine is going to make the team as a roster. Uh, I really roster like. Spot. I, I like the way Ballantine's been playing, man. I really do. He's got some like type of chip on his shoulder. I like the way he's playing. Yeah. Uh, but Grant Haley is going to be our our nickel. Corner. Yes, but Ballantine's going to be some good depth. Which, Let him fight it out. Absolutely. Totally agree. Uh, last but not least, the safeties. Probably, like we said in episode one, probably the 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 most complete, or at least probably the best unit on our defensive uh, on defense. Uh, we know we have Bethay back there. We know we have Peppers. Mike T was a Pro Bowler last year. I, I want to get some Mike T love. We like Mike T a lot. I love special team guy, but but Mike T's a good player. Another fan of ours brought this up to me on Twitter on uh, Instagram. I believe we had a quick controversial argument. I don't. I didn't agree w- that we brought in those two safeties. I think safeties are fine. I think you forgot to mention that Julian Love's also playing. Yeah, I want to get to safety. Love, love is. Is 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 I really like him, and he was actually he finished. Is it the Thorpe Award, the, the corner? Thorpe, yeah. So Love finished second behind who else? DeAndre yeah, Baker last year, uh, in in the Thorpe Award running for best cornerback in the country. The Giants, what did they get him in the third round? Fourth. In the fourth round. Yeah, Notre Dame. I, he's a good player. I think. Listen, the, I think the safety depth, the corner depth. I think the Giants are in, are set up very well for the future um, with their cornerbacks it's and deep. their safeties. It, it it really is deep. Yeah, so uh, we got a game next Thursday. We have a game. We have a next game Thursday. Next Thursday. Why don't we Why don't we preview the game briefly? Um, I, will we have another podcast before the game? I think we're gonna do it the night of the I game. I think we. Yeah, I think we will too. Or right maybe. Before. Yeah, maybe we'll, we'll do, do it before. before. We'll do it before. Listen, it, it's gonna be cool. Um, it's gonna be. Let's put it this way: the starters are gonna be playing. Uh, a couple a seri- drives, maybe a, seri- a drive or two, maybe two series, maybe, maybe two series. Um, but listen, this is an exciting preseason for the Giants. We get to we get to watch Daniel Jones. Yeah, and let's only talk about Daniel Jones while he's playing in a game as a backup, because this is Eli's team. Daniel Jones just get better, making mistakes. Yeah, you're a backup. I'm sorry, buddy. That's what the preseason's for. Guys. What else do we want to see? We definitely want to see everybody out healthy. 
That's our main the concern. Whole, the, listen, the Giants have been ravaged by injuries in training camp for the most part. Yeah. Um, we'd really like – right now, listen, the wide receivers are hurt, but for the most part, everybody's okay. Next man up, right? It, of course it's next man up, but for the most part, everybody's pretty healthy. Listen, Goodson's nicked up. Stupar's nicked up. There's – um, there's always there's always going to be Knicks. It's football, guys. It's training camp. It's tough. It's physical. It's hot. it's hot. Exactly. But for the most part, listen, I know Corey Coleman. Obviously, we touched on him. Uh, it sucks. He tore his ACL. He could have he been a big part of what we're going to do Definitely this year. Definitely replaceable, though. He's, Kick a, return- he's a one-trick pony. Yeah, he is. He is. We actually had Corey Ballantyne returning kicks, which is fine with me. You know, he's a rookie. He's probably a fast guy. He's probably did it in college. Yeah. And that's a dangerous position to have a kick returner. I don't want Saquon back there. I don't want Peppers back there. We didn't put Odell back there for a reason. Yeah. Let's see if Corey Ballantyne could step up because it's an important. It's an important part of the game. Yeah. Field position. I agree. And listen, like we just said, the whole point of, of the preseason is trying to gel a little bit before the regular season starts. But the main goal of the preseason is getting out healthy, because once you start getting, you remember Odell. Odell hurt his he hurt his ankle against Cleveland. Ironically, in that preseason game, the guy kind of undercut him. He's in the locker room doing the whole thing, but whatever. The whole but song and dance. The whole song and dance. The guy can't just get hurt. He can't even get hurt without, you know? <laughs> but, like, we, we, no more Odell hate. I'm sorry. But it's that kind of screwed the whole season. He was injured. Then I think he had the season ending. Was that the same season? He had that season-ending ankle injury, right? Yes. With Marshall, pretty positive. Was it Brandon Marshall? Yes. No, I think. Hmm. Either way, the, no. It, he it, missed like the first two. Remember, we had that Monday night game against Detroit. He missed, and then he came back the next week. Listen, he was banged up the whole season. Yeah, he yeah. wasn't healthy. I don't think he. It wasn't one of his better years. He was banged up. Um, the whole point of the preseason, let's just get out healthy, and um, you know, let's get ready for Dallas week one, September eighth. Yeah, I'm also looking, obviously, to keep a close eye on Lorenzo Carter during the preseason. I want to see how he looks year two. I expect him to be bigger, faster, stronger. Yeah. Obviously, another guy got my eye on, DeAndre Baker. Uh, he's he got a car behind us. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. Fuck it. Listen, what's up with the motorcycles, guy? Those fucking death, tra- fucking death traps. Two wheels. The people are just riding it at 700 miles an hour down the street. The stop signs don't exist, obviously. That's just, you know, residential area. Let's take the motorcycle. Let's go 500 miles an hour right past the kitty park. We'll hit three kids, and then we'll head home. After we hit the supermarket. And talk football. And talk football. Stop with the motorcycles, guys. Don't, you know, keep it to the regular bicycles. Stop pedaling. Um, you said DeAndre Baker. Like, we kept, we keep mentioning he's one of our favorites. Conrad, I I don't know. Like, he looked pretty good in practice. I got my eye on him. I think That's everybody it. listening should keep an eye on TJ Conrad. I think he's going to be a surprise pick. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I like Conrad. We'll see, you know, how the rest of the uh, training camp progresses. But... You know what? The most, the, the number one guy we're gonna have our eye on in preseason, Danny. Danny J. Daniel Jones, number seventeen. Ah, uh, listen. Was seventeen. Now he's eight. Oh, he's, oh I'm shot, right? <laughs> You're shot. I'm shot, bro. <laughs> you know, that's all the fucking. That's all the weed. I don't smoke weed, but still. Uh, yeah, no. But listen, the, the thing with Daniel Jones, let let's let him go through his 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 struggles in the preseason. Let's get him ready if he needs to play. And and you know what? That's really it, guys. Uh, that you know it's. That's really it. We just gotta let's just stay healthy. Let's get ready for Dallas. You know, September eighth and another another exciting week in Giants land. Uh, we'll be back to you next Thursday on game day. Yes, sir. Game day in the Jets. Ugh. Uh, any questions? Hold on. Wait. Did you hear that? <laughs> Ugh. Any questions, comments, concerns? Obviously, you could tweet us. You can Instagram us. We're going to have a website for you guys. Yeah, we're working on it. Starting tomorrow. We'll be on Apple Music as well soon. Um, You know, we're working on that. So just give us a few more days. So follow us on Twitter, at Row1Sports1, or follow us on Instagram, at Row1Sports. Follow the drip kit. Yeah, go buy buy some some merch. Yes, sir. Use the promo code ROW1SPORTS for 20% off. Don't say I never did anything for you besides talk sports. No, seriously, don't say that because he did. He clearly did. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Peace out, boys. Go, John.